on the ball city, baby. Let's go. Just a block. Wow. Wow. Hyper foul. Let me introduce you to the North City Football Club. Broadcasting across all of the Norwich City social medias, it's the TNC podcast and it's live. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you're well on this warm Sunday evening. What a beautiful August day it's been. I've celebrated it by being inside, working from home on absolute delight. We have got a whole host of Norwich City related topics to talk about tonight, including fresh off the mill transfer rumours. Uh, unlike last night, I've got someone to talk back to me and he goes by the name of Chris Reeve. How are you, mate? Dreaming, my friend. Out in the sunshine today and starting to get a bit of a uh, sail in my uh, sail in my winds, wind in my sails now with regards to all things Norwich City. I, I've, I've been not sure, but now I'm, I'm hearing a lot of really positive things from various different sources and Feeling starting to feel a little bit optimistic, dare I say, ahead of next season. Yeah, it's really exciting this time of year. I, I know you're not one for transfer rooms and you try and stay away from it. And to be honest, I'm usually like that as well. But there's been something about this kind of month that's just completely sucked me in. Just every transfer room I see, I'm just fully invested in it. I mean, we're going to be talking about today's um, rumours later on, but... You're right, Chris. I think the the um, the business already done and the rumours that are going about, there is reason to be optimistic, isn't there? Yeah, I just yeah, with regards to the transfer rumours thing, I think what what's always and I say this every single time. So here is my my seasonally comment of please don't fall for clickbait bollocks because you know most of it is just made up rubbish with absolutely no like tenuous links, very tenuous links, and I think one of the things. I know being so blessed to be in a situation that I'm in is knowing people that are very close to the players, they don't tell you everything because they're close to the players. So they've got respect for them and therefore they don't tell people stuff. And so, so normally of course, you know, once things are very, very close and you know, there's people in and around the football clubs where they've literally seen people walking in, walking out, of course. Um, But one of the things that I wanted to bring up Jack is, a guy that I always rely on for all of my transfer um, news is Nick Masheter. He's always got his finger on the bu- buzzer, contacts really deep into the industry, and quite often people copy and paste from him. So um, I would encourage any single Norwich fan that's watching this now, go and follow Nick Masheter on Twitter. Um, he is the guy that I listen to with regards to the transfer. Don't, and, and do you know what? It really frustrates me, Jack. I'm still angry. And the see, we're not even playing football. Is the Facebook fan groups full of people sharing the sun articles and the mirror articles like stop sharing red top tabloid bollocks because it's just a nonsense there we go you're worked up and uh norwich city haven't even played a game yet god uh hope what knows what it will be when we lose uh one nil to wickham on the opening day of the season uh just a quick bit of uh plugging before we get into the show we do have a kofi page it's a one-off donation service in which you can help with the running costs of talk norwich city the link is in the facebook post and also this youtube video if you donate in there do it quick we'll um we'll read the comments out from the kofi page so you're guaranteed to get your comments read out without further ado let's get into today's news then and we've just talked about go on with, with- Without further 
without further ampadu. <laughs> That's a lovely link, my friend, because <laughs> let's talk about that man right now. Nick Mascheter, exclusive. This was just an hour ago. Norwich want midfielder Ethan Ampadu from Chelsea on loans. Story and link to follow. Head over to Nick Mascheter if you want to see that story, but we will tell you it in brief. Well, it does what it says on the tin. Norwich City want to sign Chelsea midfielder Ethan Ampadu on loan. I'll give you a quick run through of who he is. He's 19 years old, um, come through the youth ranks at Exeter City, is now at Chelsea. He spent the last season on loan at RB Leipzig. And this is probably the most, um, well, wonderful stat out of all of them. He's already made 13 appearances for his international country, which is Wales. At the age of 19, that's incredibly impressive. He's a centre-back or central defensive midfielder. Of course, we do need players in that area. Uh, Chris, I mean, we haven't had too much time to think about this and whether it would be a good move for Norwich or not, but what's your initial thoughts? I really like the smell of it, Jack. I really do. It, it, it stinks of title winning. It really does. I, 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 what I'm particularly impressed with, having obviously gone online like everyone else and done my research, is... The, the fact that he's from humble beginnings, I like the fact that he's, although, of course, he's come through the, the ranks, so to speak, at Chelsea, he's not got that plastic Premier League feel about him. He, he's come from a very hearty background. Um, his father, I believe, is called Kwame Ampadu. I'm going to probably pronounce that wrong, but I like the fact that he's come from a footballing family as well. Of course, one of the names that stands out to me, for a, a player that we've had from a footballing family, Angus Gunn, he didn't do too shabby at Norwich, did he? Um Ampadu's father uh, played for Arsenal, uh, played for Exeter, a couple of other clubs as well. I think one of them was Swansea. Um, went on to coach at the uh, the Arsenal under-18s and now is the assistant manager at Monaco. So this is a guy that knows his football. And therefore, I really like the fact that, that, that Ethan Ampadu is from that background that's being brought up in a footballing family. I really like that um, because we need players at our football club that have got that heart um, they love the game. They're not interested in releasing singles and drawing in their in their book on away days. Um, you know, they're interested in playing football and they're interested in proving a point. You know, and 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 you know, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here. But if I was Ethan Ampadu, I would be wanting to put everything into getting Norwich City up 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 back into the Premier League because we would probably end up signing him. Um, so you know, I'm I'm really excited about this rumor, Jack. I really am. Yeah, I, th I think, as you said earlier on in the show, this isn't a rumour kind of from a son or whatever. It's from Nick Masheter. There is obvious substance in this. Um, just, But on the flip side, you know, the rumour is, and I'll, and I'll get it up on screen again, that we want midfielder Ethan Ampadu. It's not Chelsea want to loan him to us. You know, it's very early stages here. And of course, we'd want a player the calibre of Ethan, Ethan Ampadu. Um, but it's not given yet. But I think initial thoughts... Um, is one of um, great positivity. Uh, I'd really like to see the number two here. Uh, the other big news of today, and this was broken by Melissa Reddy uh, of The Independent and also James Pearce of The Athletic, um, is this. Liverpool in advanced talks to sign Olympiacos left-back Kostas Timiskas for €13 million Euros after failing to agree a fee with Norwich City for Jamal Lewis. He then went on to say... Feel for Jamal Lewis was desperate to move to Liverpool and would have been a great addition, but just too big a gap between Norwich's valuation and what Liverpool were willing to pay for him. Um, Chris, I haven't spoken to you much this week regarding Jamal Lewis. 
the you know the the long and the short is Norwich wanted 20 million Liverpool were willing to pay about 10 million they couldn't meet on a valuation and Liverpool have gone to Olympiacos to sign their left back instead what are your thoughts uh, look, I, I I absolutely love Jam. I love him. Um, as you know, he's he's my favourite Norwich player, personality-wise. You know, he's such a nice guy, and, and I really want the best for him. And actually, that could well be. You know, of course, I want to see Jamal go on to bigger and better things. You know, just like James Madison. You know, you you don't want that. Uh, you don't necessarily want a player at the club that's been so desperate to leave. Now, I'm not saying that Jamal is that player because we don't know that for a fact you know of course like everyone else i've heard it here and there there's there's always been interest in, in jamal since we were promoted back back into the premier league jack um so for me yeah i'm somewhat disappointed in a way for jamal um because of course it would be an incredible move for him but to be honest with you jack the whole jamal lewis and liverpool thing has kind of angered me a little bit um i'm a bit disappointed in the liverpool fans um i think since they've won the league they seem to have completely lost their heads i think they're drinking far too many beer Moretti's or something because to to be as arrogant as to say 10 million is enough for for, for our one of our prized assets in Jamal Lewis you know home, you know homegrown ish um you know he's so key for us and, and we're giving him a new contract as well it doesn't matter that we've been relegated I think it just stunk of arrogance and and I've been really frustrated reading all the Liverpool fans on Twitter you know, thinking that it's their God-given right to just sign anyone that they like and pay them as well. I, yeah, I guess in the, I guess on the flip side of that is is Liverpool fans' argument. And to be fair, a lot of them have said, "Well, why are we not, you know, coughing up the cash for this this lad? He looks the real deal." But the flip side is he's made twenty-eight Premier League appearances. He's twenty-two years old, and he was part of a side that shipped ahead of a lot of goals in the Premier League and went on to get relegated. You know, is he worth more than ten million pounds? Well, mate, we, we, but then you've seen the Andy Robertson story, you know, relegated with Hull and they signed him and he, he's arguably the first team, one of the first names they put on the team sheet. Um, he's absolutely been phenomenal for them. But so, they only paid £8 million for him. Yeah, but the market's fluctuated massively since then, Jack. It really has. I personally think Jamal Lewis is a £15 million footballer. Let me know in the comments below whether you agree or disagree with that. Um, I think that's because of his latent potential that he's got. Yes, all right. He's been relegated. You've seen some rustiness this season, but that's because he's a young guy and he's developing. He's been thrown at the, at the deep end, quite literally. He's been playing in a team with no confidence, no structure, no organisation, no fight. Um, and so I think it's been really difficult for our fullbacks to, to really show themselves because I think they've had to do some attacking themselves because the midfields haven't really been doing that for me personally anyway. Um, so, yeah, I... I have been a little bit frustrated with the Liverpool fans. Um, I, th I think it's really greedy and it's not like they're short of money. I mean, that's just a nonsense. I'm not buying the whole, you know, I, obviously COVID will cripple a lot of clubs and I totally empathise with that. But it doesn't cripple clubs like Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United. It doesn't. That's complete nonsense. So for me, he's a £50 million player. And a question I'll ask you, Jack, is there's been a lot of talk on social media this week about Stuart Webber again, which is... If you're Stuart Webber, are you cashing in while you can or are you holding out when you're standing strong? Because for me personally, I'm happy that for once in our, in our lives, in our lives supporting our city, we've got a sporting director that's putting his foot down saying, no, this is what our player is worth. If you want him, cough up. If not, jog on. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting discussion, this. And one, you know, I'm not quite sure where my opinion falls. I think on one side, you've got the argument of, like you just said, it's good that Norwich are holding out on their valuation of £20 million. I think that's a relatively fair price for Jamal. I think I'm more like you. I think he's probably worth about £15 million. I think if we would have seen a deal for £15 million plus Yasser Larucci, that would have been a very fair deal. We'd, we'd be getting another young player there. I think Liverpool were willing to offload him. Um on the flip side, and, and this is something that I've discussed multiple times on, on the video, so apology if people have heard, heard this, but you do have to cash in when their market value is at its highest. And the risk that Norwich are now playing here is if Jamal doesn't get a move, and I know that there's interest from other clubs, so he might go elsewhere. But let's say, for example, Norwich finish, finish seventh next season. We miss out on the playoffs, fairly unimpressive season. And then you're stuck with a player who's just been playing championship football and a side that hasn't been promoted, has been out of the spotlight of the Premier League. And you're suddenly, you know, you either keep him for more and his market value, you know, carries on decreasing. Um, or you could be left with a player that's then only worth five million pounds. I mean, football moves very quickly. You know, he's in the limelight today and he might not be next season. You just never know. I think what it does do is it, adds expectation to next season. Let's say we end up keeping Jamal Lewis now. And I know that there's a long time to go. But say if we could keep Jamal Lewis, that just adds an extra layer of expectation from Norwich fans because you've got a £20 million player, according to Norwich City, in the Championship. Yeah. Doesn't it? I mean, you know, there's enough expectation on, on Stuart and Daniel's shoulders as it is. There could be more. I agree with you. I do agree with that, Jack. I like the way where you've gone with that. But an element of this is actually let let's see the size of Stuart Webber's kahunas because actually, if we can keep look, because for me, if we keep our best players, yeah, we'll be promoted. Yeah, honestly, I think if we if we keep Emmy Buendia, if we keep Max Arrange, Jamal Lewis, if we've got the bollocks, we would bounce back up again. But I think it feels right for me that we do offload some of our best assets now because we need a new mindset. We need to regroup. We need a change in, in culture. I don't think it's those players that are disrupting the culture. We all know who. Um, but, uh, you know, so actually for me, Stuart Webber's job and actually what swings and what the balance that Stuart Webber's got to strike is he's got to get rid of the deadwood as soon as possible but yet at the same time, be prepared for a championship season that is completely unforgiving with regards to game after game after game after game. I don't think the current squad that we've got is up to it. And that's because it's full of deadwood. So I don't know. I, I, I don't know how we're going to do it in time. And we need to come out the gates flying. But let's see, Jack, if we keep hold of Jamal Lewis, Max Ahrens, I think it'll be a miracle. <laughs> Not going to lie. And, um, you know, <laughs> All of all of the top clubs have been sniffing around those two for a long time. You know, Ben Godfrey and Todd Campbell are in that category as well, of course, because of as I've said before, their latent potential that they've got. Um, but for me, if we keep them, we can bounce straight, straight back up. But I don't think we've got the bollocks to do that. Uh, this is a really interesting comment from Luke. He says accepting ten million pounds for Jamal Lewis would lower the value of all the other assets. Now that's a really interesting point and an angle I hadn't thought of. That's, mm -hmm. you know, um, there is something in that, isn't there? You accept 10 million for, for Jamal quite early on in the transfer window and then, you know, clubs might be coming in for 10 million pounds for any Wendia, you never know. Um, in terms of offloading players, Chris, is, you, you know, you've mentioned it there and I agree. 
the, the club have said that um, Tom Tribal, Norwich Leitner and Josip Dermic are able to, or they're willing to sell them, basically. And of course, that means you, you rely on clubs coming in. I don't think Tom Tribal and Norwich Leitner would, would struggle finding another club. I think you'd struggle to find a club that would be willing to pay Josip Dermic's wages. Um, so that could be an issue. Who else in that squad would you be looking to, to try and ship out, you know, this summer or now? Well, Jay, I mean, you, you've named the you've you've named the main two there. Um, I I, th- I think for me, it's ob- obviously you've got to do everything you can to get rid of Josip Dermic. Um, I do want to quickly jump in. I know a lot of people would, will be mentioning this. Did you see Josip Dermic's birthday cake? No, he had a Norwich City birthday cake. Okay, That's right. Great. I love that. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think, I think, I think the guy's an absolute piss take. To be honest with you, I'm not. I can't hold that back. I think he's been a joke. Um, I would, you know. So I've seen a comment in here saying, you know, I'd sell him for a, a fiver and a packet of quavers. Um, you know, if someone's willing to pay his, his forty grand, fifty grand wages, um, and and that, I, I think that would be a fantastic deal for the football club. Um, I think that's the main culprit, Jack. Um, I think Morris Leitner, it's, it, you know, all of the rumours are there that his attitude hasn't been there. Um, you've got to be a really, really good team player. And I think when you go up to the Premier League and you don't get your limelight, there's a, there's there's somewhat a bit of arrogance about that. And it's like, well, why am I not playing as many games in the Premier League? And I think, I think there are a few players that struggle with that. But yeah, the main two for me are, are those. Um, I also think it's the right time to offload Emi Buendia. I do. Um, I know I've said, you know, if we keep him, we bounce back. But for me, I just I just don't think he's enough of a team player for the championship. I'm sorry. That's going to that's gonna frustrate a lot of people. But I think that I've learned so much through uh, the, the restart of the Premier League that you need players that are going to put their blood, sweat and tears into this football club. And I and I just I, I'm not sure if he's that player. I think he's too good for Norwich, to be honest with you. I really do. Do you, I mean I saw that the you know the chat you did with um with the the Leeds fan channel really good yeah, chat yeah Connor Milligan is it yeah full swing great Leeds yeah, podcast that, that yeah. was a really good chat and I, and I know that Leeds are heavily linked with with Emmy Wendia and I, I've seen a lot of people being like I hate to see us sell to Leeds I think it'd be a good fit like why, why? It's, I actually think it's karma because actually we have robbed Leeds of their assets Howson. Yeah, Johnson. I mean, it's not snotty. You know, not not Becchio, but you know, you know. I think what goes around comes around, and, and Leeds absolutely. Uh, Le- Leeds are on their way up. I think Buendia would thrive under under Bielsa. I really do. I don't think Emmy Buendia can thrive under Daniel Farker because of what's happened this season, it, both it, off the pitch. You know, being left out of the team. You know, strops here and there, petulance on the pitch. Look, at one of the one of the most talented players that's ever ever worn the yellow shirt, and I love him to pieces. But does he fit into this team and this culture that we're trying to build? The answer to that, in my opinion, is no. It would be really funny as well, wouldn't it? That Leeds were the other club. Well, they were interested in anyone there before we signed him. Yeah, and they, I think they said at the time, and, and don't quote me verbatim on this, but I, basically, I think they were saying like two and a half million pounds too much, and now they might be spending like twenty five million on him. So it'd be really interesting to see 
um, what happens here. A big thank you to Christopher Burt, who has um, donated on Kofi. You haven't left a question, Christopher, so I can't read it out, but um, I'll drop you an email later on. Thank you very much. This is another interesting one. Chili sensations. I, it's always interesting to see a packet of crisps comment, and uh, it, it shows how far the, the world of crisps have come. Uh, he says, Chris, would you take Alfie Mawson? Yeah, another player that we have spoke about a little bit on the channel. Of mm. course, Fulham, who have now been promoted to the Premier League centre-back, had a big money move um, a couple of years ago from Swansea. Hasn't really featured too much at Fulham. Um, had a few injuries, which which hasn't helped and, and hasn't really got into the squad under Scott Parker. I guess the question here is, and, and I think there'll be more rumblings. We've, we've had um, Ampadu, we've had... Um, Mawson, we'll, we'll be talking about Ben Gibson in, in, in a short while. We're being linked with a lot of centre-backs, aren't we? And I'm pleased we are, because we can't go into the Championship with our with our current defensive setup. that's for sure. Um, you know, and, and my God, if we start this Championship campaign with zonal marking again, I, I, don't, I, just, I, just, I don't know how I'm going to cope, Jack, honestly. Because all joking apart, when you're coming up against championship teams, that's going to be even worse because we're going to hold most of the possession in the championship. This might sound arrogant to a lot of Norwich fans watching, but I believe this. We will dominate possession in most games. We'll keep the ball. It will look pretty, but I can guarantee you when Wickham come to our place and they, they bring up the big brick shithouse up top, yeah, and you know what their game plan is. And we saw it. And by the way, and by the way, this isn't new. Because we saw this in the championship last time we were promoted. We saw this in the championship in Daniel Farker's first campaign in the championship. Yeah. Teams will come to Carrow, they'll sit back, they'll suck up the pressure. Yeah, that's fine. You fanny around with it in the back, boys. That's absolutely fine. They'll 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 suck it up and then they'll win a corner kick and zonal marking, bosh, see you later, one nil, away fans go mental. I hope and pray that's not the case. But anyway, back to this point about Alfie Mawson. For me, I'm <laughs> I used to be of this sort of this faith going into this season that we need players with championship experience. But I think I might be about to change my mind, Jack. And it's because when I think of the best Stuart Webber signings in the last two seasons, it was the players that were unknown, that the opposition didn't know how to handle. You know, players that have played abroad, that have been brought in with no experience that ended up being phenomenal. I mean, the plays that we bought in so far, I've been like, I'm not sure they're, they're starters. I think I'm, I think Stuart Webber's about to laugh in my face because I think some of these boys are going to start, are going to take teams by surprise. And I think we'll see some diamonds in the rough. Well, I hope we see some diamonds in the rough, Jack. So I, yeah, I, I, I quite like to, to read the, the rumours ish about players that we're attracted to with championship experience. I agree that that's important, but I also like the players that we've brought in before that have been unknowns. Emi Buendia, Timu, you know, they've been magical. So let, let's stick with what we know. Um, I'll tell you one player, though, with championship experience, which I'm chuffed to pieces that we've signed, which is being brought up by Sam Gaffney on YouTube, Jack. Thoughts on Dowell's signing, Chris? I really like Dowell. I think he, is, he can be a top, top player. And actually, shout with me if, if you think I'm, I'm wrong here in the comments. And Jack, feel free to shout me down as well. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Johnny Housen, dare I say. You know, a player that 
can be all over the pitch, you know, middle of the park, um, sat nav, dominating play, left and right. I, mate, I, I'm getting excited by it. I really am. And he's a player that I'm buzzing to see in yellow. Well, we've spoken about Emi Buendia possibly leaving, haven't we? And and, and you think on the surface that that, that is the, the ready-made replacement. I mean, he's a slightly different player, um, but he's got the championship experience. He's recently scored a championship hat-trick. He's a, he's a player that, that knows the league and, and hopefully can fit in well. I've just had a, a WhatsApp from, from our friend Nick Masheter and he says, um, I love taking you boys to bed. And he's, uh, he's, watching the, uh, he's watching the live stream from his bed. And uh, <laughs> as we like to say, you know, that's where the magic happens in, in Nick Masheter's bedroom, where all the transfer rumours are, are made up. And uh, Nick, it, it's good to join you in, in the transfer hub. My friend, I'm glad you're watching it, and I hope you're well. Yeah, let's let's go through the players that we've signed so far, then, Chris. Sam mm-hmm. McCallum, Barley Mumba, um, Kieran Dow, yeah. Poeta, Daniel Sinani, Melvin City, Jacob Sorensen. Um, there's a lot of players that we've signed so far. I think looking at them, um, you know, Jacob Sorensen, Poeta. Dowell and McCallum are probably the ones that will be starting. The likes of Bally Mumba, Melvin City, Daniel Sanani, they're probably ones for the future, aren't they? Well, we think, but what do we know? So much of this hinders on us and on who we sell. Um, And 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 I I said it a couple of weeks ago, Jack, I, I think that next week we're going to see us offload a couple of players that's my prediction um i think that we'll see some deals being done and i know a couple of the boys have been away on holiday and they'll come back and obviously their agents will have been hard at work since the well probably for a long time to be honest with you but i I think i think the agents will be sorting out deals um for a couple of our boys within the next week and that for me is really interesting how much money are we going to get and how are we going to reinvest that money i know that it's not as easy as that but I know that a lot of the fans will say, you know, well, hang on a minute. If we manage to sell Max Aaron's for 35 million, we want to see that reinvested. Now we've got this set up. Now we've got Colney sorted. And when we've developed the, the back room, so to speak, I think that now we need to see that reinvested. So I'm actually quite excited to see us sell some players, Jack. Um, I, I am. And in terms of the players bought in, I think, I think they, I think they all come with it with a relative degree of, of, uh, unknown like we don't we don't have a clue we don't have a clue i mean even if you search some of these players on youtube for god's sake there's no there's not even highlights it's unbelievable um but as i said you know the the main person i'm really excited about is dowell i think that you know i think he'll be a key player for norwich next season um someone that can really muscle in on goals in midfield definitely i'm really interested to see is how the dynamic would slash could work with todd cantwell should we keep him um slash the club is interested in buying Todd. Um, and I'm also really fasc- fascinated to see how um how Sam McCallum comes through as well. Because of course, you know, if, if Max goes, um, which seems to me like the, the player that we will sell, um, being that he's probably worth the most amount of money, um, you know, I'm really excited to see how Sam McCallum develops because I think he'll be put straight into the mix. But then also we've got Sam Byron. Don't forget, you know, and, and for me, Sam Byram's going to feel like having a new player in this Norwich team next season. 
Definitely. Um, there was a really good comment um, put in by Jack Sayer, and, and it's a really good point. Amazed how Dowell is 22-23, yet still has 80 to 90 championship games under his belt. That's absolutely key. Like You look at players that you, you're wanting to bring in. Young is good. You know, It means that they can develop. It means that Farker can, can implement his coaching further. But to have 90 championship games under your belt at the age of 22 is phenomenal. We spoke about Ampadu having 13 international caps at the age of 19. One of the big reasons why Jamal and Max and Ben Godfrey are worth so much is because they have this experience in the championship. Who's to say that Dow, season two seasons down the line, he might be worth 20, you know, 20 odd million pounds. He's had a few really successful loan spells, probably wasn't quite good enough to get into the team at Everton. And we've picked him up. He's hungry, which is key. You know, he's got something to prove. And I think that's what we lacked mm. in the recruitment last season. We were bringing in Duda, Dermich, Roop. None of these players necessarily had things to prove. Dowell, McCallum, even Sonani and City, um, you know, Ampadu if we sign him. These players are young, they're hungry and they've got something to prove. That's the reason why we got promoted under Daniel Farker the season before last is because we had that core group of players, um, you know, that came together. They weren't the most technically gifted, but it worked. They were hungry and hopefully... It's going to be tricky, but hopefully we can we can create that cohesion once more. I, I, I do genuinely believe, Jack, that a lot of the focus now is is personnel, but for me, it's culture, and maybe that is, and maybe that does change with bringing in personnel. But we've already brought in enough personnel for the culture to be shifted into a positive, more optimistic one because we've brought in bodies big time, and for that, you've got to give Stuart Webber a lot of credit and of course the recruitment team involved in the process because we've been fast and that does actually smell to me call me a bit a bit skeptical here that does smell to me like things were already being sorted out and um, before the premier league restart that it was inevitable that we were going to go down potentially that's why daniel farker didn't get up and and uh, g the lads up for the water break but that's by the by and a player that i do want to talk about jack is bally mumba um the great Michael Bowers of um, SAF TV, um, Great Sunderland fan channel. Um, he was actually quite uh, gutted that that Ballymember didn't get game time, um, and, and was saying that actually, he, as a player, it seems like Sunderland just wanted to sell him to just get some money. But that, for me, that I'm quite excited by that prospect as well. Um, I, look, it's difficult to predict at the moment, Jack and. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to see. I hope that we see a new Norwich City. I hope that we see a team full of energy, full of passion, full of belief. And most importantly, a team that's going to come out of the gates firing off all cylinders. And and I, and I want to see Adam Eder start. I really want to see Adam Eder start. I don't want to see Timmy Puki start in the championship. Shout me down um, for his record there. But Adam Eder, for me, I'm so excited to see him tear up the championship. And Anel Hernandez, by the way. Um, by the way, fantastic yeah. holiday pictures from Anel Hernandez, um, cracking shirt and uh, and beach images. I can't wait Definitely. to see him tear it Definitely. No, let's we'll, let on to Anel later. I want to talk about Timmy Pukki because um, Wendy Little has been very kind and donated on Kofi. Thank you very much, Wendy. She says, hi, guys. Do you think Pukki will stay? Well, of course, Pukki has been linked with um, Besiktas uh, a little while ago. His agent rubbish that and said it's nonsense. I think... The likelihood is he will be staying at Norwich City, and I, for one, hope he hopes he does stay. I disagree with Chris here. I, I want to see Timmy Pukki start the championship. You can't be benching um, 
you're gonna. Oh, Jack, your signal's terrible. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> uh, I was rubbishing Chris's opinion, and he shut me up with um with with his bottle opener. No, I wanted to say I, I don't think you can bench a player that's coming off the back of 29 league goals in the championship. I think Pukki has a still a big part to play at Norwich City. It's almost like people have forgotten that before the you know before the lockdown, maybe before lockdown. He was, he was on 11 Premier League goals. Like, his return was phenomenal. He was walk of the town at the start of the Premier League season. He has still very much got it. And I think we need to be really, really careful saying, OK, Adam, Adam Eder's going to start. Adam Eder's a very good player. We know that. But let's not forget about Timmy Pukki. He still has something, I think, to prove. He's got the Euros coming up. He's wanting to be informed for that. Yeah, he is true. And to our line, and, and when the I, I do think Pookie will stay, and I also think it's incredibly important he stays because you can pretty much guarantee at least fifteen championship goals from Timmy Pookie. It's very tough to replace that amount of goals in the championship. You're you're going to have to spend yes. eight million pound plus to get that kind of player. We've got that already. Let's not waste that. Let's not let that go. I think Timu's the man. I really do. Jack, I, I agree with the sentiment, I do. But my, my point, and I'm not slagging off Timu. Timu's a quality striker that if he was to start, of course, I'd be buzzing with that because I know his record in the championship is undeniable. You know, facts don't care about feelings. We say that all the time on, on TNC, and, it, and it's true. They don't. But my point is, I want to see a new Norwich City go into this championship season. I want to see a new Norwich City that are trying different things, that know that it didn't work in the Premier League. And actually, a lot of clubs would have watched us in the Premier League. They know our weaknesses because they've watched us. So we have to see something different. And I'm not necessarily saying drop Timu Puki, but I'm saying that I want to see something different. If you don't give Timu Puki enough to chew on, he's not going to get the chances. In that championship winning, league winning campaign, we were feeding Timu Puki all day long. And he was phenomenal. But in the Premier League, when we weren't giving him the chances, confidence dropped after the restart. We didn't see that. And for me, I, I like the unknown. I like the fact that Adam Eder is going to want it so much. You know, look, I've never said, you know, play the kids and just chuck them in. And I love Timu Puki, but I also really want Adam Eder. I really want it for him next season, Jack. I really do. Yeah, I, th I think it's also testament to Adam that he hasn't been sent out on loan. I mean, you look at Carlton, who is also, you know, highly rated. He's he's going to be linking up with Russell Martin at MK Dons again. He's a very good player, Carlton Morris, but you never really felt as if he was going to break into the first team. I think the the, the belief around Colney is that Adam Eder is good enough. Whether that means he'll be starting week in, week out in the Championship is, is yet to be seen. But I think there's a, a big season ahead for Adam Eder and a, a, an important one. Um, Ben Dataria uh, asks on Kofi, thanks Ben for donating. He says, is it time for close, to close, <laughs> that, nicely done, is it time to close <laughs> the chapter on Tim Closer? Um, feel like injuries have finally caught up with him, ruthless being thrown into the last few games of the season and he struggled. Ben, thank you for the question, mate, and thank you for the donation. Tim Close, this is a fascinating one. I said in a video last week on the channel, I think we should sell Tim Close or release him. I'm not too sure. What's your opinions on him? I think Ben was right there. It was harsh for him to be thrown in at the deep end in the Premier League. In, in horse racing, you talk about form lines and what you know form you can chalk off. I think you can chalk that form off. I think it was hard to look at that and be like, yeah, you know, he's a poor player because of them games. Mm -hmm. I think that would be 
harsh on him. But do you think he's cut out for the championship now? Mate, he's he's absolutely, you know, if we can keep him close fit, he can be on his uh, on his day, he could be one of the championship's best defenders on his day in the championship. But the problem that we are now getting to with Tim Close is the injuries. Um, you know, that that has plagued him. Um, you know, even when we first bought him, and I'd never ever forget, I almost cried on that day at Crystal Palace. I probably have had too many beers, but I, I literally had a tear in my eye when Tim Close got injured against Crystal Palace away. And that for me was game over. We were relegated there and then because he was absolutely monumental. When we brought him in it, it felt massive for us. And and again, losing him felt massive. Tim Close is a leader behind the scenes, and Tim Close is a player that I think a lot of Norwich fans should give more time and respect to. I don't think it's fair to criticise him too much, given that he was... I mean, talk about bad luck. The way he got injured before the Premier League season even started. I think if we saw Tim Close as a player that's just... They're, they're in there. I mean, he's the bottom of the spine with, with Tim Crawl, and this is something that we've said, Jack, you know, we really lacked a spine. We really lacked a spine in the Premier League. I think Tim Tim Close can be that player. But after the restart, I have to be honest with you, I was less than impressed. Being caught out of position, not jumping. Maybe that was injuries. Maybe that was because of his injuries that he wasn't. Um, maybe maybe it's a sign that he's slowing up. But then, but then why are we talking about Tim Close but not Alex Tete? And now people will jump, people will kill me for this. Because Alex Tete, for me, you know, a monumental servant, fantastic player for our football club, so loyal, always given 100%, but he's getting on. And why are we still relying on Tim Close and Alex Tete to get us out of the shit? Why are we relying on those players still? We've had, what, at least three or four transfer windows now to try and get a replacement. I'm I'm starting... I'd, uh, I'm a massive Tom Tribal fan, so people will slag me off for that. So I won't go down that avenue with Alex Tete. But for me, yes, I think Tim Close should uh, stay at the football club. I don't think we should sell him because, Jack, it's key that we have experience. This is something that we really massively missed in the Premier League last season. When Tim Close wasn't on the pitch, you know, I know that there was there was mistakes, but he didn't play. He barely played, mate. He barely played. Um, so I think Tim Close deserves more time and, and a lot more respect as well. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think, you know, the, the key thing is with Close and with Hanlin and whoever our centre-back partnership is next season, we need them to stay fit. I mean, that was what yeah. really crippled us this season is, is a constant change in centre-back pairings and throughout the team as well. One of the, one of the reasons why Sheffield United was so, so successful in the Premier League is they basically named the same starting eleven every single week. I can't remember two weeks that passed with Norwich where we named the same starting eleven, and it just didn't happen. We didn't have that consistency to do so. Okay, let's get on to another rumour then. This comes in from Isaac Hone on YouTube. He says, thoughts on Ben Gibson from Burnley rumours. Can't see it happening, but would rate this signing. Yeah, Ben Gibson, that name's been rumbling about for a few weeks now, and it's really picked up pace today. Alan Nixon, um, tweeted it out earlier on today. Ben Gibson is a 27-year-old defender, came through the ranks at Middlesbrough, made 185 appearances there, um, and then got a big money move to Burnley. Now, we've seen similarities here. We were linked with Alfie Morton, got his big money move, got to the club that paid the big money, didn't really play. It's the same case 
with Ben Gibson. He got his big money move to Burnley, £15 million, and has made just one league appearance in that time. It looks as if Burnley want to loan him out. Now, we've spoken about Weber-type signings. This one doesn't seem like a Weber-type signing. He's 27 years old, but I guess he has something to prove, and that's the key point. We need centre-backs. Is Ben Gibson the man, Chris? No. <laughs> He's not. I, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a Norwich signing. I, you know. You know. You know. Nick Master, of course. You know. He knows his stuff. But of course, there would have been some interest shown. I think if we bring in Ben Gibson, that says to me that we're definitely going to be selling one of our centre backs, uh, one or two, because I'm not sure why you would bring a centre back on loan that's that old with that little game time. Um, I look. I hope I'm. I hope I'm wrong. I'm sure he's a. Sure, he's a top player, but for me, it doesn't seem it doesn't seem like the right type of signing for Norwich. And um, I'm pretty sure I'm, I could be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure he started uh, for Millsborough in that in that Championship playoff final as well, where we absolutely took them to the carpet cleaners. So I'm less than impressed with Ben Gibson. Um, and yeah, look, there might be something in it. He might come to Norwich, but if he does come to Norwich and we do get him in, that says to me that surely we're going to have to offload because. I don't know about you, Jack. I know that the defensive department is something that we need to improve massively. But Zimmerman starts. He's in. He's got his place next season. If Tim Close is fit, I think that he could muscle his way in, by the way. So, actually, I think that... Grant Hanley? By the way, Grant Hanley, great shout. Who's, by the way, was excellent. Was excellent um, in, in spells over the last couple of seasons. So... It's going to be. I see. This is the thing. It all depends on who we sell. Um, but in in short answer, Jack, I, I'm not really that particularly in, impressed with Ben Gibson at all. I, I don't really feel like that's a Norwich type of signing. And for me, I, I would much rather us sign um, or play um, a youngster with something to prove. I really would. Um, you know, we, we we've got some top top players. I mean, Grant Holt said it. You know, we've got some real big big lads coming through the ranks now. And, you know, call me an idiot for, for, you know, backing the young guys. But for me, I, I, I'd rather see something different than us bringing a 27-year-old that's barely played. We've got a 20, we've got old defenders that have barely played, that have, that have got injuries, but they can rotate. So for me, Ben Gibson is a non-starter. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating to see who we sell in that position. And the, and the key thing is, is keeping your defenders fit. I mean, if you're going off, off of evidence, Hanley can't stay fit. Zimmerman can't stay fit. Godfrey's likely to leave. Um, Close certainly can't stay fit. So you probably need backup, whether that's Ampadu, whether that's Gibson, whether that's Mawson, whether that's Ryan Bennett, who knows um, who, we, who we bring in. Uh, Ollie B, thank you for donating on Kofi, my friend. He says, brilliant stuff as always, chaps. Thank you very much. My wish for next season is a fully fit Louis Thompson. Mm. So useful if he can string some games together. Yeah, I, again, I said this on a video the other day. I love Louis Thompson. He has been, I can't remember a player being as unlucky with injuries as him. He comes back from an injury. You're like, amazing. We know we've got a real talent here. And within a game, there's another serious injury. It's a real shame. And mentally, it must be so tough as well. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for that box-to-box, tackling, hard-working midfielder, there's not many better than Louis Thompson. I mean, I mean we've seen glimpses of him. And the yeah. glimpses I've seen are bloody brilliant. Yeah, from what we've seen. I mean, Jack, I mean, I'll never forget that game against Ipswich where he was literally playing so injured, which, by the way, is 
sums up how shit Ipswich are. Um, but you know, Louis Thompson that day again. But but he and you know what? Let's 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 zoom out here. Louis Thompson hasn't played much football for Norwich, right? He's been plagued with injuries. But what speaks tremendous volumes is the fact that the club have stuck by him. Yeah, football's a, football's a business. Football's cutting. Football's harsh. And for 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 the people, the top brass of this football club, to back Louis Thompson and say, you know what? There's still something here. There's still there's still an ounce of belief. I still think that Louis Thompson that there's something there. I'll be honest with you. I completely forgot about Louis Thompson until that was brought up there. You know, we've got a player there that, as you say, can make tackles, can run at defend, can run at defenders, and um, you know, can, can boss the middle of the park. Look, I know he's been injured. I know a lot of Norwich fans watching this now will be, like, "Oh, come on, Chris and Jack, ridiculous." He's always injured, but it does. It, it's another thing that Norwich have got. You know, you never know. And I hope, I really do, genuinely hope. All of the luck in the world for Louis Thompson because on his day when he's fit, top top player. Yeah, I, I, the thing we keep mentioning though, and we have to be careful, is we keep saying on their day, and I guess it depends yeah. how often their day comes. Yeah. <laughs> Not a question, but a quote from Ed Plumbing, who's also Daniel Kofi. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work, lads. Love the shirts, Jack. Chris could learn a lot from you. Well, we're going with the retro one today. Chris has gone with the slightly more modern version. I see you've got the arm patches on there as well, Chris. Lovely to see. Very nice. Hey, that, home kit, that home kit's a shocker. Well, this one? Yeah, no, not a fan. I mean, that season... Oh, it's on cars, mate. Mate, no, no, but I tweeted it. Um, if you were wearing the Lotus away with the actual stripe, with the with the grass strips on it, oh, that was plush kit. Um, the streets will never forget you, Seth Safri, I believe I tweeted. And by the way, speaking of which, how annoyed are you, Jack, that the kit's not out yet? Come I thought on. you were going to say, I thought you were going to oh. say, man, Safri return, man. I was like, whoa. Mate, bring him home. Bring the, mate, Moroccan all over the world. You, Seth Safri, he's still got some life. He's still got some life in him. Yeah, I tell you, mate, he's a baller. Yeah, he's a baller. It's, it's interesting you mentioned the kit. I mean, that's the running joke on Twitter at the moment, isn't it? I see that the Norwich account has um, muted the words kit, announced. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, Julian Scott, thank you, Julian, for the donation. He says, hi, guys. Do you think a Ryan Bennett return could work? And if so, would you also like Yannick Wildstrip to rip up the league in an Norwich shirt next season? Well, we all know my thoughts on Yannick Wildstrip. Um, didn't get enough game time at Norwich, shipped out too soon. Ryan Bennett is a fascinating one, and I don't think this one's going to happen. And I already know what Chris is going to say about Ryan Bennett, but I'm going to ask him anyway because I know it'll make him annoyed. Chris, would you like to see Ryan Bennett return? So, what, what do you mean? No, I've, mate, I've not got nothing wrong with Ryan Bennett. Okay, um, I've got everything wrong with your loving for Yannick Vilshire. I mean, for God's sake! I mean, yeah, let's bring back Peter Thornwell. <laughs> What about Antoine Sibieski, Michael, Michael Theoklitos? Yeah, let's bring them all home, shall we? Nonsense. Yeah, Wilshire can get in the bin. Absolutely. Um, Ryan Bennett. Now, I've seen that you've got a lot of stick for this on Twitter, Jack. Um, that's a, do, that's I, a surprise. do I agree with it? In a sense, a little bit. I think it's a little bit harsh, right? There's a reason why Wolves played Ryan Bennett, but there's also a reason why he then didn't get in their team, was loaned down to Leicester. By the way, Leicester, top club, will have all of the best people behind the scenes making decisions. So I think we need to be a bit careful when we're slagging off Ryan Bennett. Um, I remember when Paul Lambert bought Ryan Bennett in, he had big, big expectations, uh, you know, huge expectations. Paul Lambert 
really said that Ryan Bennett was the man. Like, he really believed in him. Um, and to be honest with you, apart from plucking on his guitar a little bit in the local pubs and pushing Sanchez into the pit, we didn't really see the real Ryan Bennett. I don't think. I mean, maybe I've got a short memory. But I think, he was, I think that's a little harsh. I mean, he played a lot of Premier League football for us and, and at a, a relatively young age as well. Yes. No, no, no. And this is my point, Jack. He's still young. And so, therefore, could he fit into this Stuart Webber? What, Ryan Bennett's still young? Is he? I thought he was. Is he not? He's 30 now. Oh, no, no, definitely not. <laughs> That's why I, was, I thought it was going to make you angry, because you rubbish Ben Gibson at, at, the, at the fresh age of 27. Yeah, 100%. No, no, no. Non-starter, <laughs> non-event. The only, the only reason I think there is a... a a minute chance that Ryan Bennett might come back is the fact that, you know, he's getting to that retirement age maybe and that his family is still very much in the Norfolk scene. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Welcome him home. Come and retire. Come and retire at Norwich City. Get your bloody deck chair out and sit on the Yarmouth Beach. No, Jack. This is the attitude that we've got to stop at Norwich City Football Club. Players that are taking us for a ride, players that are here to get their big time move in the Premier League, Josip Dermich. I'm fed up of that. We need players that are proud to wear the shirt, that literally will die for this shirt. We need more Roy Keane attitude. We need that at Norwich, mate. We need it. I'm fed up of players taking us for a ride. I mean, stop this whole nonsense about bringing up. You know what? You know what drove me insane, Jack? Bring back Chrissy Martin. Yeah, bring back Chrissy Martin. Yeah, he's a top player. He's banned from every, every pub in bloody Deerham. You know, come, come on, bring back Chris Martin. Jog on. Ridiculous. Absolutely um, ridiculous. You would absolutely hate to hear that. I was quite keen on the idea of bringing Chrissy Martin back, but um, oh, oh, we all disagree on things. And we great comment, continue. Jack. Great comment I've just seen on YouTube from Jerry. And, and, I, and I'm so pleased that you've said this. 100% completely right, but Dion Dublin, special, special man. Completely individual character, played at the highest level for the best teams. So I agree with the sentiment, Jerry, but at the same time, Dion Dublin's Dion Dublin. You know, there's only one Dion Dublin. You know, you don't get players with that much heart, with that much belief. I mean, for, for those that have uh, watched the channel for a long time will know that Dion Dublin's my favourite Norwich player ever, so... Um, I think the reason... Oh, you know, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, Jack. I've just seen an awful comment from Box on YouTube. Richard Keogh. Please tell me that's a wind-up. And I tell you what, you should be praying to God if you think Richard Keogh is a great leader for Norwich. Goodness gracious me. Uh, Richard Keogh turned down Ipswich for the opportunity to work under Russell Martin and MK Dons. I think he's a top man, Chris. Well... You know who wouldn't want to play for the for the who you'd obviously rather play for the third biggest club in East Anglia than the fourth biggest club in East Anglia, wouldn't you? So for me, it's it's an absolute no brainer. Well, I think Ipswich are lower down than that. You've got Luton, Colchester, Peterborough, Norwich, MK Dons, Braintree, <laughs> all above them. Uh, it's worth noting, Chris is obviously his favourite ever Norwich player was Dion Dublin. The reason he had such a successful career and now a fantastic television presenting career is he um, lived in Great Yarmouth for a long while. He lived with Jason Statham, of course, of, of Great Yarmouth fame as well. So he had that education and, uh, and went on to have a, have a brilliant, brilliant career. Um, Chris, OK, you know, we're, we're, we're 50 minutes in here. And I know we've, we've talked a lot of nonsense as always. Yeah. Um, 
what do you see the next week bringing up? I know we're not going to be doing a live TNC podcast next week because you're yeah. uh, you're going on, on on a little break. Um, but what do you predict to get your thinking hat on? What yeah. do you predict the next week bringing? Because I can feel it's going to be busy again. Uh, what do I think next week? I think we'll bring one in next week and we'll offload two. That's my prediction. I think the offloads are going to begin next week. That's my prediction, Jack. What about you? What, what are you thinking? I think, yeah, I agree. I think, well, we, we I don't know if that will happen, but we need to start seeing some players leave because it's all well and good bringing, um, go on. What you, oh, oh no. my God, don't tell me, Harry. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up because you obviously haven't watched my video from a few days ago when someone asked, no, it was last night actually on the live stream. Someone asked, what was my realistic sign? What player would I like to see? No, no, in no. You, you and didn't. it was Pontus Janssen. Go oh, on, Pontus you're joking me. <laughs> Mate, you are having a bubble bath. No, 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 no. You didn't actually say that on Talk Norris City. You didn't. Mate, we're going to lose sponsorship for that sort of comment. Why would you want someone that two foots disabled fans? I can't. Mate, Pontus Janssen is, is poison for every changing room that he joins. Absolute poison. Did you actually say that? You're winding me up, aren't you? No, I did say it. Just because no. I'm watching and you'd be fuming. Mate, how many beers did you have when you recorded? None. I haven't drunk all weekend. Mate, let's, let, stunned. Let's, stunned. Let, um, let's let Chris calm down. It's also worth mentioning the hashtag bring back the song has been doing the rounds in the comments section tonight. <laughs> Imagine that as a partnership. Pontus Janssen and Seb Basson. Absolutely wonderful. Harry Wells, well done, my friend. He said, Chris took the bait with the fishing rod. <laughs> Chris, you have been done by Harry. Oh, oh God, I hate Pontus so much. I hate um, Okay, let, yeah, let, let's round things up then. Was there anything on my agenda that we haven't yet gone through? Um, no, I don't think there is. Okay, on, on a scale of one to ten, Chris, yeah. where is your optimism at, at the moment? Six. Okay, because I've been at four for quite a long time, but as soon as we signed Kieran Dowell, it's kind of it's got me a bit. I'm I'm bubbling up again now. I'm getting quite lively. I'm starting to vibe again now, Jack. I'm, I'm feeling the I'm feeling the rhythm. I'm feeling the optimism of the new season, and I'm and I'm really feeling it. And now, if we sell a player, sell two players, sell three players, get the big dollar, reinvest some in a in a, in a really excellent footballer. I think for me, I don't know, I'm so excited. But I looked at a graphic, Jack, of um, the teams in the, um, by the way, comment in here from Jack Say on YouTube, bring back Mitchell Dykes. Mate, quality player, absolute quality player. Um, I saw a graphic, Jack, of all of the clubs in the championship next season. I think we do need to be careful here because there's some there's some really good football clubs in the championship this season. I know that everyone's saying, oh, it's really good that Leeds are out of it. It's really good and... You know, that's that's great. For me, Watford going down, you know, I know Watford's Watford and it's an absolute shithole on an away day, but they've got some unbelievable players and absolutely dominated us um, home and away this season. So I think, you know, we've got to be careful with our expectation. Um, but this season, I think that we will set our own expectation because I think that the, the club will have probably learned not to play with expectation too much after the Premier League campaign. Um so, so your your um your optimism levels are at a six. If we sign Ethan Ampadu while you're on your little break, what does it go to then? 
Are we are we in the eight kind of territory there? Yeah, but he's a loan signing, isn't he? Um, I think right. if, if we signed him, like signed him, signed That's him, that would that would get me really lively. That would get me on eight or nine. Um, wow. You know, well, mate, that would really get me going, actually, big time. And um, no, no, seriously, it really would get me going. I just don't like loans. Glenn Roder just destroyed my opinion of loan signings. And by the way, not only Glenn Roder destroyed my my view of loan signings, mate. The loan signings that we've had last season, the worst in the history of this football club. Well, nearly as bad as the season before when we had Marcus Edwards and players like that um now this in terms of, we've gone through a lot of comments about El Manda, gary hooper <laughs> this is the one that i would actually like to see it's not gonna happen wendy yeah. little oh no what's the wrong comment <laughs> when wendy little would bring back harrison reed no. as a baller no i like no no no. i like harrison reed but for me it's samuel stevens on youtube and uh, let me find it bring back ember carney Oh, yes. Mate, the MBOC would destroy the championship, but but he can't speak a word of English, so I don't know how grunting for communication is going to work too much. Um, with, well, with four, scored a lot of goals in the, in the championship. I think in terms of offloading one striker who's on a ridiculous um, ridiculous wages in Josip Dermic to bring in another might not work. Right, they're literally they're. You guys in the comments have mentioned every single former Norwich City player. Leroy Nita making an appearance. No, no, no. Like, mate, Leroy, Leroy, what an absolute baller. Mate, Leroy Nita, let's not forget here. We only had Leroy Nita for a month. Mate, he scored a hat-trick against Wolves. He scored he scored three and seven or four and seven. Mate, that's, a, that's an unbelievable record. Mate, 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 on a serious note, Leroy Lita was an absolute baller back in the day. Let us know in the comments what ballers, and when I say baller, I think you know what I mean, like former Norwich ballers, cult heroes. Mate, Leroy Lita. Well, Leroy I remember, I remember some sort of dodgy businessman paying his wages whilst he was here. Leroy Lita's <laughs> 35 years old, and he's currently playing for Nuneaton Borough. I mean, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Hey, bring him home. Bring, bring him home. Leroy Lee to home. Let's get it trending on Twitter, people. Hashtag bring back Leroy. Um, anyway, <laughs> thanks so much. No, in, in all seriousness, please do tweet us at Jack Reeve TNC, just there, at Chris Revo, just there. Hashtag bring back Leroy. Let's do it, people. Thank you very much for um, watching tonight's episode of the TNC Podcast Live. We might do another next week. We don't know. Actually, no, Chris is on holiday. We'll, we'll get one in soon. Chris, final parting messages. I just want to say thank you to every single person that's commented tonight. I really appreciate it. I know Jack does too. But I also want to let you know that we have got some seriously, seriously exciting plans for next season. Talk City is going up a level again. Um, and I'm so excited to, to reveal what's going on next season. So make sure you're subscribed to Talk City. Follow us on all the socials, as always, the number one North City fan channel. But genuinely, I just want to say we are so grateful for all of your support. You guys have stuck with us through lockdown. You've given us so, so much praise. And I really, really appreciate it. It means a lot. And, it, and it's really lifted my spirits during lockdown. So thank you so much to every single North City fan that's stuck by me and Jack over, the, over lockdown. We really appreciate your support. Definitely. Oh, now this is interesting. Before we leave, and this okay. could... This could um, Okay, where are you going here, Jack? 
Okay, I've just seen a comment. I'm just going to check whether it's true. Yeah, this is true. Let me get it up on screen. Don't get yourself too excited, people. Strap yourself back in. We're not going anywhere. We've got one more thing to talk about today. This is broken from Michael Bailey of Ooh. The Athletic. Oh, Ethan Ampadu. Norwich City would have loved to have loaned him in for next season. DM role plus centre-back cover, but is not going to happen. Chelsea now have a Premier League option just down the road. So I believe a loan to Fulham is likely. Chris, that's not what you want to hear on your Sunday evening, is it? And when you hear that from a reliable source like Michael Bailey, you... Oh, God. I just want to get excited for next season. Mate, look, here's my plea to the people of the football club. Get that kit out. Get that new kit out. Because at the moment... But isn't it a funny old thing, Jack? Football fans are fickle. But as soon as you see that new kit, you start to lift your spirits. Um, and, and uh, you know, we don't need Ampadu anyway. He's not good enough for us. I'll tell you what wouldn't lift the spirits. If they are, I'll tell you what. This is a great point from Harry Wells. Cool. He's on fire tonight. No electric avenue chant for him then. One of my... Fun fact about Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue. It was the first ever single I bought. I bought it from Woolworths. My nan gave me £2 and I went to Woolworths to buy Eddie Grant, Electric Avenue on CD. That was probably 2003, maybe. Do you, do you want to know mine? Yeah, go on. Atomic Kitten Hole Again. Oh, God. No, 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 quality tune. <laughs> Looking back on where we first met. I could not escape and I cannot forget. Southgate, okay, you're the one. Uh, <laughs> Jerry saying, Jerry saying, was it a, uh, oh no, that's not, <laughs> utter tune, yeah, good point. And Jerry says, was it a re-release of, of Electric Avenue? It was a, it was a re-release. Um, <laughs> we really need some signings because we've scraped the barrel tonight. Congratulations to everyone that's still watching. Why are you still watching? <laughs> uh, absolutely brilliant. All right. Well, we've um, you know we've brought you Eddie Grant, Atomic Kitten, and sadly we've also brought you the news that Ethan Amford, who might not be coming, I might have to change the title of this video from Norwich City interest. Well, no, it's factually correct. Actually, we were interested in Ethan Amford, but it looks like he will be going to Fulham. That's a shame. But as we said earlier, let's get hashtag bring back Leroy trending. Thank you ever so much for watching tonight's episode of the TNC podcast. And I will leave you with this. Leroy, Leroy, Leave it, 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 leave it